How are you doing tonight? Yeah. Just huh? Mm-hmm. What can take your eh to a yeah? Or maybe just like a an indifferent shrug. Nothing you're capable of. Well, what can I get that would make it capable for you? Or who, I guess? Is that where we're going with this? Uh, way out of your field. Really? I mean, I know some people. <laughs> I know the people you know. They've all disappointed me. Fair enough. Hey, your can is going to be see-through in a second. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 142 of the Past Control Podcast. Each and every week, myself and Michael, and sometimes other people in Past Controller, sit down and talk to you about, I don't know, what's going on, what we've been playing, and just other nerdy news, nerd culture stuff that we just love talking about, right, Mike? No? Is that not what we do? Yeah, your words, not mine. All right. What do you? What in your words? What do we do? Oh, I don't know. I've never been here. Well, fair enough. You're just not present in inside that brain of yours. Nope. That old noggin. What do you think about while we're doing this? Like, what go? What? What, what happens in that head? Uh, you know, the usual things, usual thoughts, the things that keep me up at night. Like that time that lady asked me if I had eggs, or if the store had eggs. I still. Have we ever told that story on the show? I don't fucking know. Before we do that, we'll start there. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely evening, this Catterday, if I may, is uh, lovely Michael Vizier. So, Mike, break it down. You were leaving Market Basket, Stop yeah. and Shop, some sort of food uh-huh. food establishment, uh-huh. and uh, break this on down. What happened to you? I, I had a bag of groceries. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know the story, so I'm already yeah. laughing at the ridiculousness. I was walking to my car, and a lady was walking out of her car towards the market basket, mm-hmm. and she had said, what did she say exactly? Because the way she phrased it is important. Do they have Do they have eggs in there, or do you have eggs in there, she or do you have it? I... She said, are there eggs in there? That's yes, are there eggs are in there? Are there eggs in there? In my mind, I imagine she meant my bag, because... Why would she ask if the grocery store has eggs? Maybe eggs were the fucking jam that week, though, and she was like, "Every the last two stores I went to didn't have eggs. Do they have eggs in there? Maybe. So that's just another one of my questions. She said, are there eggs in there? I don't know if she's talking about my bag or the store, and each one, depending on what she's referencing, just leads to more questions. The thing that sucks is that you can never get the answer to that nope that will just continue to be a thing that happened to you that i mean it doesn't really matter what the actual answer is but inquiring minds you know the i don't know knowing that the truth is out there and we'll never have it makes me kind of sad why would she care if there's eggs in my bag I don't know. Maybe she was gonna sm- like, like maybe she wanted to walk up to you and you you had eggs, like smash them against you and be like. But why I even ask? Yolks on you. I took way too long to say that. I wanted to say eggs on you multiple times. I'm like, no, there's definitely a better pun here, and you know, it took too long, and that's why I host this show and not another show. I don't know. It just gets sadder and sadder. It it usually does. Buckle up, because that's what you can buckle up, buckaroo. That's what you can uh, come to expect when you tune into the Past Control podcast. Mike, 
other than your egg existential crisis. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking good one. You know it is. You want to give it to me. I know you want to give it to me. Right now, Mike's giving me wiggities under the table, which if you don't know what wiggities are, I don't know. He's like wiggling his fingers and my fingers. Do we make up wiggities or is that from Rocket Power? I'm pretty sure it's from Rocket Power. I also want to mention how... <clears throat> It, besides me not lifting up my hands to prove that wasn't happening, when you described wiggities, <laughs> I could see from the corner of my eye that you had actually did wiggities. I did wiggities. Like, you know, you know, wiggities, they're from Rocket Power. And, like, you did it under the table instead of just showing people what you wanted it to look like. Well, because we were doing it under the table together. I can do it now. We can, we can, yeah, Mike, let's do a little, just do it. Why just do, do it for him. Well, we should show the, show the viewers. Give, give him a little. Oh, I already did. Give him a little. Yeah, but we get, do the whole thing. We gotta like, we gotta connect. We and now I now I get it. The reason why you didn't do it early because it looks like you're just fucking fondling balls. <laughs> That's why you were hiding it before, because you knew that if you did it in front of a camera with no other hand in play, it was just you fondling air balls. So since you brought up fondling air balls, this is gonna take us down another tangent, another little side story here. Because uh, today, it's it's a story from high school. Today, Facebook won. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? Why are you making that face? Now I'm even more confused. <laughs> but why <laughs> ball fondling in high school? It's yeah. Whatever you're thinking it is, it's not what you're thinking it is. Or maybe it is. I don't know. But we'll get there. But before we get there, <laughs> this morning when I woke up, I get greeted to uh, the old um, Mark Zuckerberg himself. Saying, "Hey, eleven years ago, you might wanna, you might wanna check out this, uh, check out this picture of you and Mike looking like fucking little little baby boys playing Mario Kart for a Wii in government center for some reason. That's where it was, right? I think so. Yeah. Um. And that trend, that like old photos from high school, kept peeking out as part of my day. We were we were somewhere earlier. We're like, I, I pointed out a picture of someone." And they were like, cool, yeah, I'll show you a whatever. And they just zoomed in on me from that picture of me and you at the at the Mario Kart event. And I was like, whoa, I have no problem shaming myself. And then I just went and got a bunch of, like, embarrassing photos from high school. Um, or that time frame-ish. Mm-hmm. And anyways, so yeah. So to to ref- go back to what what reference of the ball fondling is making me not tell the story is I won't say names because I'm not that type of person, but there was, excuse me, there was a math teacher that I had in high school. I don't think you were in my class. Probably not. I was smarter than you. (laughs) What do you mean? Were we not in the same algebra class that the person pooped their pants? Were we in my class together? I think so. I know I was again. I just for people's names' sakes. I won't say people's actual names, mm-hmm. but I'm I. At freshman year, I know me and and G squared were there. Were you not in that class? For some reason, I thought you were. I mean, mm. well, I mean, you would definitely remember somebody pooping their pants in algebra class. Were you not in a class that someone pooped themselves? <laughs> because that happened. I don't remember it. I remember hearing something along those lines, but I don't think it was actually in that class. Okay, I was in that class. It didn't smell good. It wasn't a, wasn't a, a, a sweet-smelling time. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could parse, pass that one off as, like, a fart. Like, I just don't think it's possible. Okay. 
now I'm confused again. <laughs> what does this have to do with ball fondling? <laughs> this part doesn't. Oh you said you were smarter than me. And I was like, wait a second. We were definitely in some classes together. Yeah, the classes that didn't have, like... <laughs> The normal classes. Like, yeah, it wasn't like honors gym class. <laughs> yeah, we had homeroom together, Brendan, you idiot. Uh, no, we had AP English together. No, I wasn't in that class. Oh, well, I'm smarter than you then. That was a weird class to begin with. I don't know what the cutoff was for that. Because I know who made it into that class, like you. And it's just like. <laughs> well, the guy that doesn't read any books. The English major. Yeah, the, I am an English major. That's why I was in AP English. Uh, I think that was the only... Well, I mean, we, we shared some, some science classes together. You're telling me we didn't have classes together? We definitely did. Maybe. Maybe a religion class. No, I actually don't think we... Well, because, because you guys would always talk about the stories in your religion classes. I'm like, why do I have this person? Like, why do you guys get the... Watching beaches? We did watch beaches. And I didn't. We did watch beaches. And I did not. Give me a pee. I didn't have that person. That's where, what class it was, right? Uh, yes. Again, I apologize for all that weird lingo. I, I it doesn't matter. I, the school's I, going away anyway. I, I know, but I just feel I don't want to like say people's names, even though we're not saying anything like bad about them. I just I don't know. I, I don't. If we don't need to say someone's name, I, I don't need to put them on blast. But anyways, to get back to the well, I'm gonna say I guess something not kind of bad about this person. Not bad, but basically there was a a math teacher that I did not like and. You know me, and I know me, and I don't like math class, and I don't like science class. I think that deep down in this brain of mine, like, I am a smart person, but I just don't like applying those parts of my brain to... I'm just not good with math and science. Like, I would rather expend that energy... Flying a kite? (laughs) Actually, I think I'm not a kite person. I've actually never flown a kite. Have you flown a kite before? I don't know. I was thinking about it the other day, too. I was like, man, I wish I had a kite. Why? Uh, I Would think you I, be down with a kite? I think I was just watching someone fly a kite. I'm like, I don't think I've ever flown a kite before. I've definitely never. I mean, I may have flown a kite when I was a child. I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. But it, it was never. If, if that did happen, it was clearly not a memorable experience. But anyways, this math teacher just wasn't a big fan. And... I obviously, again, like, math's not my strong suit. It's not my forte. It's not what I'm trying to fucking do here. And this math teacher was not a nice person. And, I, like, I'm not a, I'm not a mean person. Like, I'm not, I wasn't, like, causing a ruckus. Like, I'm not, like, a bad person in class. Like, I just, I'm maybe not the best student in some of those classes because I just don't care. But I was never, like, being a mean person or something like that. But there definitely were some people in that class that were mean to the teacher openly in front of the class. And one time, I don't think you ever had this teacher, but I'll I'll say something that might make you know who the teacher was. Mm-hmm. But he was a retired, like, from NASA or something, like, or, like, some engineering field. He was, like, a retired from his other job and just teaching because... He was bored, basically. I don't think you ever had him, though. Uh, hmm. I think I know where this story's going, so I think I might know what who you're talking about, but it, it's not important. I actually can't remember the teacher's name anyway. But regardless, he was, like, 
real, real mean to me to the point where one day in class, in front of the entire class, he like singled me out for some reason and was basically like, I hope you you're you enjoy flipping burgers. And I was like, what? And he was like, you heard what I said. I'm like, are you insinuating that I'm going to amount to nothing but like working in a restaurant? He goes, no, I'm insinuating you're going to graduate if you even graduate and go work at a McDonald's. And then I kind of like let him have it a little bit because I'm like, get like, fuck out. Like, what are you even saying? You can't say that. Like, can you say that? I don't know. I'm unclear on what teachers can and can't do. I feel like that drawing line of we can't, they can't say that to you. I don't know. Regardless, it was clearly a fucked up thing to say. And I don't remember if I said it to him, but it was definitely a thing I always do. He would like juggle the chalk in his hand. Mm -hmm. And it it just always looked like he was fondling air balls. And I may have said that to him. All right. Balls are not funny, Mike. I'm glad we. Glad we told that story. Yeah, but you know what? I, you know that. Uh, it's it's ringing some bells. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I guess it wasn't that great of a story. It goes with the whole theme. Everything keeps getting brought up today. I don't know why, uh, but uh, right. you brought up the ball funneling thing. I'm like, yeah, fuck that teacher. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a dick. Well, we all showed him, and by we all, I guess I just mean you because I don't think I had him. No, we had some other like cool teachers though, like DJ. I can't say his oh. last name, but... You're just saying DJ. I, I get it now. Well, he was a DJ. Yeah, no, no, I understand We that. never found out his actual DJ name, right? Which make that That's like the egg thing to me. It's one of my egg things. Since we're fucking going down this whole tangent. When I was speaking to some classmates of ours, I remember like bringing up that teacher. And I was like, looking back, like... The that, DJ. Yeah, okay. I'm like... It must have sucked to teach that class because those girls were awful to him. I must not have been in... Oh, maybe I was. Were we in that class together? That I remember that being like a remarkably big class. Like that was... It was... It was irresponsibly large. Yeah. I don't... I... But I remember like the girls would openly flirt with him. Oh, I was, yes. I was like, no, definitely that, in this class then. I was like... Like looking back, like that sucks for that guy. Yeah, that's, like, he that's was, very awkward. He was trying his best to just like, mm. like yeah, ba- he he was clear. Like I would never, I would be shocked to ever find out that like, because he was like very like, like I feel like when someone would say something, he'd look to the camera that wasn't there and make a gym face. Yeah, basically, like I felt like he was very like noticeably like, I'm gonna walk away from this. Because now I'm at the point where I realize I'm probably older than he was when he was teaching that class. Probably. He was definitely in his 20s. Yeah. Interesting. Not a, not a great place to be. No, definitely not. Now, there were some scoundrels. There were some... There were there, there were some... I mean, I'm assuming that like most high schools deal with that. I think it's just a thing. It's yeah. just a thing that happens. We have, you know, adolescent mindsets... Raging hormones, bunch of nonsense. I'm not specifically saying like <laughs> high schools are plagued with like teachers trying to, and and vice versa. I'm just saying in general, like immature people dealing with people who've probably had enough of the immature people. 
right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Anyways, we're going to keep going down this rabbit hole, though, because one of the topics tonight, Mike, oh, shit. is, so the other day at work, I was talking to someone, and, like, malls got brought up for some reason. Mm-hmm. So, before we get there, actually, let's let's bring this back to what the show is usually about. Have you been playing anything recently? No. <laughs> no? You haven't been playing anything? I finished getting my loot boxes for the week. Did you get anything good? No. Well, since we're on the topic Overwatch, um, the Overwatch anniversary event just got announced today, right? Mm-hmm. For next Tuesday, 21st, whatever. Mm-hmm. Runs for about a month. Um, they usually add, add more things, more cosmetics as well, but then it just opens up the floodgates and everything else comes in to play. Right. Is there anything that you missed from previous events that you're looking for, or? Uh, probably, but I don't know. Right anything now. like, off the top of your dome? I don't know. There was a couple of things from the last event that I did want to get, and I don't know what the, what happened with the past events. I feel like for the most part I got the things I wanted. It eh, maybe. I have the dates right here. Actually, it's it's a pretty quick event. It's the twenty first to the June tenth. I feel like it's not. A long time. It's only three weeks. Three weeks. I think that's about right. Is it usually three weeks? I think so. Oh, interesting. Um, there's definitely a few skins that I know I'm missing that I want. I mean, actually, I feel like I've mentioned this on a recent episode of the podcast, so I'll just say one that I know off the top of my head I'm missing that I want is uh, Zenyatta's um, Cthulhu skin. Mm. Is definitely a glaring hole in my skin library that I want. Um, but I'm sure there's some other things. I'll take a look through and try to try to farm out some loot boxes to get that. I think, and I don't know if it's always like this for every event. I don't think it is. Maybe just for the anniversary event. But I believe they're, when you sign in, they're giving you a, a golden loot box? A legendary loot box? Did well, they say that? Yes, they did. Oh. Wh- wh- which one is it called? Golden? I think it's called, uh, it's golden or legendary. I forget. So it, But it guarantees you a rare item, right? Mm-hmm. So there, you get one for signing it's in. Guaranteed, the event. and I believe it's going to have no duplicates. Okay, together. so yeah, I believe when you, the first time you sign into the event, it should give you that loot box. I believe that's what I read earlier. Um, what is how I got my other two? Have you just been holding on to two of them? Yeah. Well, don't you get them from Twitch sometimes? Doesn't yeah. Twitch give you those? Twitch sometimes gives them to me. Yeah. So you probably got them from Twitch. I'm assuming. There's no way you've been holding on to those for two years. Uh, there's a possibility that at least one of them might be there that long. I think I might have opened one, but it might have been on the PC too, so I honestly don't remember. If you get your loot boxes from Twitch, does I it... I get them on both. Oh, it gives you on both. Yeah. Interesting. Because when I sign into Twitch sometimes, I mean sign into Overwatch on my PC sometimes, there's a bunch of loot boxes there, like a bunch mm-hmm. i think i think on either one i might have like 17 because uh ptr also has its own set too so i think i've got loot boxes oh you get like weekly loot boxes in the ptr um no not weekly but i think like the ones i just i get for whatever reason show up over there so if i get them for an event or i get them for um for twitch i think they show up in the ptr too oh interesting that's pretty cool I didn't realize. So wait, is the PTR a separate client that you launch for Overwatch? Uh, basically. Interesting. So like, there's the Blizzard launcher, 
and then I can pick Overwatch, and then when I pick Overwatch, I can pick either, like, regular game, PTR. The World Cup, Cup viewer is still there. I don't know if it actually does anything if I try picking it. Hmm. All these PC-specific Overwatch things are, are new to me. Yeah. And I, I signed into the PTR trying to figure out how to, like, actually do stuff in the workshop, and I couldn't figure it out. Can... So the workshop things that they added to Overwatch, those are only on PC? Or you can only make them on PC, but well, they're curr- available on everything? Currently, it's only available in the PTR. Oh, I did not know that either. Currently, it's only there. So, like, I signed into the PTR, and I think I couldn't figure out where to do workshop stuff. I could see that in the arcade area, there mm. was only, there was, like, two game modes that were both made in the workshop. Hmm. Okay. Have you played anything in there? Have you seen anything online? I've seen stuff online, but I haven't played anything. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for that to pop back in. That's another excuse to keep playing Overwatch because, I don't know, someone needs to play with Todd, I guess. Yeah, someone does. So, you haven't been playing anything else? Just kind of getting your looties? Yeah, I've just got my looties. Loot booting, scooting around? Loot and scoot. Um, so, the most, I guess, the newest thing that I've been playing, because I'm still working through some other stuff um, right now on my Switch, is, well, besides... The Tetris 99 event that's going on this weekend, which if you have any interest in getting the limited skin, I mean, it's you can get it just from naturally playing. Uh, you have to get 100 points during the time of the event, and depending on where you place in the match, you get points for that. So if you win a match, you'll get 100 off the bat, good to go. But other there's other brackets for different places that you place. So you can, I mean, even if you're bad, you can still get the skin. It's just going to take you longer. Um but it gives you a, a a really cool reskin of the game, but as a Game Boy. Like, as you're playing on a Game Boy, and it's fucking awesome. And being someone that loves Tetris and being someone that had a Game Boy growing up and had Tetris on my Game Boy, this was like a, whoa, I need to have this. So I'm pumped. I unlocked that. Took me took me a little bit, not too long. I couldn't fucking win a match. I think the best I placed was uh, like 12 maybe, but... There were a few. There were a few matches where I was cruising along, and I was ha- having a fucking like great game. I'm like, oh, this should be, you know, this should be a good match. I can probably actually get a dub here. And there were a few different times where I was feeling that confident and feeling good about how I was playing. That I, do, do you play Tetris a lot, or have you ever played Tetris? I'm sure you've played Tetris at some I've point. Played Tetris. So, in most. At least in a, most of the more recent Tetris games, I don't know when it actually got introduced into the game because I don't think it was always a mechanic. But if you press up on the D-pad, mm-hmm. it just drops it right away. So mm-hmm. you have to like wait for it to fall down. Yeah. So you can hold down to like make it slowly move faster or just press up to just slam it right down. Yeah. Now, obviously, if you hit up accidentally, that can Fun. cause issues. So I there was like a key moment in a match where... Did you have you played Tetris ninety nine? So, you, but you get the concept of how it works and like what it is or no? I imagine you you're trying to both win and also fuck up other people's games, maybe. Yeah, so just like in in any other time type of Tetris that you'd play against another player, like if you're playing like a two player Tetris or a four player Tetris, when you clear lines, it sends garbage blocks to the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this scenario, since you're playing against ninety eight other people. And obviously, as people get knocked out less and less, you there's like a targeting system. So you can choose to target people that are attacking you. So 
play defense, basically. You can choose to target random. It'll just pick random people to target. You can choose KOs, so you'll target, will switch to people who are, like, close to losing to kind of, like, gang pile on them and get them knocked out. Or you can switch to one called Badges, which is another mechanic in this game that basically you get badges, I believe, for clearing Tetris's, knocking people out, and I think if somebody is sending you junk blocks, there's, like, a set amount of time you have before those blocks hit your screen where if you clear lines you can stop that from happening i think you might get badges for that too but uh if you knock somebody out that has badges you get their badges too so i think the badges one i believe if you set that to your targeting it will target people that have high badge counts so you can get them out because basically the more badges you have when you clear lines, whoever you're targeting, the more garbage you send them. So, like, it, there's a lot of moving parts to how to win. So you basically need to be smart about what you're targeting and make sure you're getting badges because if you get towards the end of the game, the game speeds up and you don't... The game speeds up, so it's moving very quickly. There's less people to target, so more people are getting targeted by more people, like... Because if there's 10 people left, you know, you could be in a scenario where eight of those people are all targeting you or whatever. Um, and if they have high badge counts, you're fucked if they hit you because you're going to just, your screen's just going to fill right up. So you need to also be aware of your badges and try to be the one with the more badges just because it helps you defeat people quicker. But anyways, I forgot why I was describing exactly how the game played. Uh, You were talking about winning the skin maybe or you thought you were doing well yeah i don't know i thought there was a point i was trying to make that's why i described the mechanics of the game you would start off by saying you press the up button to drop the thing and i fucked myself over yeah i figured that's where that part of the story was going huh. i don't know what the rest of it was yeah i don't know no great talk i guess we're i guess we're there but regardless, it's a it's a very fun game. I like Tetris. Um, there was definitely a point to me describing that whole thing, and I completely forgot. Completely forgot. It was not part of like today's thing at all. I didn't even plan on bringing up Tetris 99 for any reason. Um, but yeah, it is a good game, and it's free. You can choose to pay $10 now. There's an a, expansion for it that I believe brings you three new modes. The ability to play offline, the ability to play against bots, and maybe one other thing. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily need that right now. I'd rather just play online against people. So there's that. If they add, they are do plan on adding more stuff to it. And if they add something that piques my interest, I have no problem spending the 10 bucks because it is a good time. But the other thing that I downloaded uh, this past week and I've been playing is the Castlevania Anniversary Collection, which just dropped this past Thursday or whatever. And Castlevania is one of those series that like, has kind of been like a blind spot for me. I never really played much Castlevania. I've played some random things here and there, but I've never finished a Castlevania game. I've never really dug too deep. And I know there there's some like very uh not well known. I mean the series is well known. But there's like some games in the series that people hark as like, this is one of the best games ever made. Symphony Symphony of the Night is one of those games, which is not in this collection, but regardless, it is a pretty fantastic collection it's the nes castlevanias 
Super Nintendo Castlevanias, and then a Castlevania game that I believe, or actually I believe the last two or two games that never came out in the U.S. before. And maybe there's also a Game Boy game on there too. So these are all pretty much like blind spots for me. So I've been playing that, and uh, it's, I'll tell you one thing, it's been making me really dig some fucking Castlevania jams right now. Like the music alone, I'm fucking, I'm all in. But it's only 20 bucks. Uh, I think it's pretty, pretty fantastic if you are interested in playing any Castlevania games. I'm assuming you're not really any versed in any Castlevania stuff. No. You never played any Castlevania game, I'm assuming? Mm-mm. Any interest? No. Not trying to fucking get down with your boy, the Belmont boys? Nope. Have you played him in Smash? Uh, not much. I tried it on a few crosses and some fucking holy water. Didn't care for it. Interesting. Well, yeah, I've been playing that. I've been enjoying it. It's pretty good. I'm looking forward to digging more into that this weekend. Tonight, I will probably lay in bed playing some some Castlevania 1. They did add, with most of these collections that keep coming out in these current times, there's the ability to like save it. So you can kind of reload. And especially, at least the first one, I'm at a point where already I'm like, this game is pretty challenging. I'm glad I can save it and kind of, before I go into a boss fight or something, so that if I lose, I can just kind of reload right there. Because as much as I think I could get through it eventually, I don't, I just want to be able to beat the game and then move on and be like, all right, cool. I've played Castlevania. I understand it. I have appreciation for it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but to get back to where we were gonna head before I derailed us back into some video game stuff, it's malls. Mm. Malls are not funny. Mm-hmm. Which brings us on this whole trend of high school stories for some reason. But I was talking to someone at work about malls and how, uh, like, oh yeah, I just like to go around the mall and walk around. And then I didn't go into like too much detail, but I did bring up like some of our old mall antics. Mm-hmm. And then it just got me thinking of just the mall used to be like our fucking hideout. Like it would be like our, our fucking base of operations, especially in high school. Yeah. We didn't have much to do. Well, I mean, we could have did bad things, but instead we were just hanging out at the mall. Mm-hmm. So, I like sat. I was like sitting down, and I was like really thinking about some of the stuff we should do. And I kind of like it. Kind of just left my mind that we would have all of these stipulations and like rules to the mall. Mm-hmm. I can't remember all of them, but were there not like? Did we like we did like set laps around the mall? Mm-hmm. Like we would enter through the Best Buy, right? And like walk a certain way through the mall. Mm-hmm. And did we have to like do it that a certain amount of times before we could leave the mall? Yeah, maybe. Do you not remember, or are you just trying to play it off as that we're not this this much of fucking losers? No, I feel like we probably did say you know, but it probably was a number. I don't know if it was just one or if it was like a bigger number. I think it might have just been we had to complete a full lap mm-hmm. around the mall before we could leave. Mm-hmm. But. Didn't we have, like, rivals at one point? We called them that. Right? 
there was like a group of girls that I feel like were all, also always at the mall. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know them. No. And we didn't talk to them. No. But they definitely knew that we were always at the mall too. Right? No. We were always at the mall. Well, we assume they did. It's not like we talked to them to verify. Like, hey, you've seen us walking around the mall a bunch of times too, right? Well, we wouldn't do that. That's no, just weird. No, we couldn't. That, that, that breaks too many rules. Mm-hmm. Too many, too many, uh, right. that's it. That's just, we would be kicked out of the mall. Uh, we should have been. But we, I feel like we used to, like, I feel like there was, like, an unspoken thing where, like, they would, like, give us looks sometimes. They knew we were, like, the fucking mall rats there. Yeah, I also feel like looking back on it, we probably just came off as weird and they just saw us and said, these guys are weird. But we were never doing anything weird. We weren't, like, following them around the mall or no, anything. No, 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 we weren't. Um... But I just feel like we were weird people. I mean, we were definitely weird people. So, I mean, we're if anyone like catches on to that like from the get, like I can't say they were wrong. Nah, nah. I guess you're right. But we spent so much time in the mall, Mike. Yeah, that was weird. Was it weird though? It was just normal. It's just normal for like teenage kids in high school that like have a mode of transportation, not a lot of money, but like don't want to go do bad stuff. So we're just going to, like, sit in the food court and, like, look at video games in Best Buy and, like, browse the aisles of Newbury Comics. Or was Strawberry there for a while? Strawberries? No. Or FYE? FYE might have been there, but Strawberries had their own standalone space. Um, And I will revisit the whole not doing bad things with you later. (laughs) Okay. Well, time out. Any of the dumb, bad stuff we did in high school, mm-hmm. that wasn't like me, you, or Dom orchestrating those things. Um, we will revisit that later. What? Yeah, let's not talk about it here. But they were not orchestrated by us. We were just along for the ride. <laughs> we were patsies, see? <laughs> Don't you see? Listen. We weren't the ringleaders. Listen, by your logic right now, without knowing what you're actually talking about, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that puts you in charge of putting a fucking Christmas tree in my car. I was very much involved in that. <laughs> you were just in the car, I thought. I was just in the car, but I was complicit. Like, I, I... I'm not even sure if I even went to your defense saying, like, we shouldn't do this. I probably just sat there and said, like, I don't want to get tree sap on me, so I'm not going to pick up these trees. Maybe not the tree. But I feel like the squid one, you... Like, one. openly did not want to be a part of it. You were just in the car. Yeah, but I wanted to document it. I'm like, you know, when... Um, Wasn't someone else filming it, though? No, it was me. It was my camera. You know how, like, uh, photographers, like, go into, like, war zones? Like, they take these pictures or, like, you know, take pictures of people starving and they're hungry. <laughs> it's like, why aren't you just giving them food? It's like, no, 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 I'm just documenting this. That's what I was doing. You're an unbiased... Party yeah, there. I'm just a third party, just observing the events as they unfold. Did everyone hate me in high school? Yeah, well, I did. <laughs> what changed it for you? Nothing. Damn it! I knew you were gonna say nothing. Um. Anyways, back to the mall because now I'm just gonna cry. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cry in a corner. Um. I don't have any friends. I really don't. This is a cry for help. I have no friends. Um. Mike. Mike. I have Mike here against his will. Mm-hmm. 
I literally, I was like, hey, Mike, do you want to go get Goodnight Fatty cookies? Sure. And then I'm like, you usually leave your car at my house. And then we come back, and then I'm like, oh, Mike, I can't find your keys. Let me just come and record for a little bit. We'll look for them. Navi will find them. Yep, he said, at some point, give me your keys. And I obliged for some reason, because that's what I would do. Um, anyways, it's, the, mall, the mall is like a, it is an intricate part to our younger days. I feel like we've, we've moved away from the mall. Well, everyone did. That's also true. Um, we still go from time to time, but it's like a, it's a more specific, I feel like we go to the North Shore Mall a lot to like hit Think Geek, hit Uniqlo, hit Newberry, and then kind of just not be there anymore. I go to the mall because there's something that I want right away as opposed to, yeah, I'll wait for it to show up. Okay. But we, I mean, I feel like we go to the mall a lot and don't buy stuff. Sometimes I go there to browse, but I do go there with some intention, like, nah, maybe I'll pick up something. Actually, you know what does happen often is that I go to the mall to get something, and you leave with stuff, and I don't. Yes. Um, It's just meant to be. Just meant to be. But to wrap up kind of recapping the past adventures in the mall, the other thing that really to this day doesn't make any fucking sense to me but 100% was a thing that actually happened is me you and Dom would go to the mall a lot together Mm -hmm. like that was the group yeah but if for some reason one of us didn't go Mm -hmm. we would always see our doppelganger I I think that happened maybe twice a few times that I can only remember twice. And one of them I only remember because you guys texted me saying, Hey, Mike, we see you at... And it wasn't even the mall. It was like Market Basket. Oh, that was a different time. But I have a video of that. It was 100% someone trying to be you. Yeah. It was your. It was like a cosplayer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, he was dressed like you. He had your hair. Mm-hmm. It looked like you from behind. Me and Tom were also very drunk. But the video doesn't lie. Like, I was drunk at the time. But the video, the video wasn't drunk. The camera was not intoxicated. You're going to play that video, and it's going to be blurry and fucking swaying back and forth. Like, oh, maybe the video was drunk. The video is horrible because this is prior to my bearded days. So Mm -hmm. I just look like a slobby mess. Right. That doppelganger, though, that's you. But there was definitely, there was definitely a, at least one time, this happened more than once. I'm I'm not saying this happened one time only. Mm -hmm. It definitely happened more than once. But I believe it was the launch of the Wii. Mm -hmm. Me and you were there, but Dom was not. Right. And Dom, air quotes, walked into fucking Best Buy in front of us. Yeah. But it wasn't Dom. No, it wasn't. But it was Dom. Holy shit, Mike. No, it definitely happened more than once because one time it must have been Dom's doppelganger again. Or, well, I was there, so it was either your doppelganger or Dom's. Mm-hmm. They, we saw them in the mall and then we saw them with the rivals. They like went and met the rivals. That was a thing that happened. No. I don't Do you not remember that. this? I don't remember that. Does Dom work tomorrow? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to call Dom right now. I need, I need, I need to not sound like a crazy person. I feel like I sound like a crazy person. We're gonna see what happens. We're gonna give this a whirl and see what happens here. 
Um, but that pretty much wraps up the mall. I mean, unless you have anything other, like, yeah, to add to that. But if Don answers right now, we'll obviously ask him this question. Let's see what we got. See what we got. If we're gonna have. <laughs> Yo, hey, uh, you are on the podcast for a second because I have a question I need to ask you. Um, yeah, I can hear you fine. I don't know. I don't know if the mics are picking you up fine, but I can hear you fine. So that's good enough. Was there more than one time that we saw a doppelganger of Mike at the mall? Was there more than one time that we saw a doppelganger of Mike? Absolutely. 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 Thank you. One hundred percent. Was there in this one? I don't know if you can verify, but. It would sound. Do you remember when we were at the mall back in the day, and we had the rivals? Yes, I do. Was so, there? So first, so first off, do you remember when we were at? I think it was we were at the Salem Market basket. Yes. Do you remember that doppelganger? Yes, that was 100% Mike Mike's fucking clone. That was the, that was the best one because he was with doppelganger Mike Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I sure I'll take your word for it. I mean, I have the video on my phone. I can pull it up later. But there was definitely a time where it was either you or your doppelganger or Mike's that we were at the mall. We saw the doppelganger, and then later during the day at the mall, we saw them with the rivals, and we lost our fucking shit. I don't remember that for sure. I mean, I remember, I remember seeing the doppelgangers, and I remember the rivals, but I don't remember them, like, in your face. Okay. I'll take it. I'll, it's good enough. The fact that you verified that it happened more than once, I'm fine with that. Because Mike was saying it happened maybe twice, and one of those times was the market basket time. Well, so now I can't discount... Like now I just can't discount the fact that you guys are just racist, and you're like, hey, that black guy looks like Mike. <laughs> no! I feel like we saw Dom's doppelganger more than anyone else's. We're also heightest. Like, I mean, that guy's six foot six. That must be Dom. Maybe. My mom does that all, right, all the time. I can hear you guys. Yeah, just go. All right, away. go do your thing. All right, see it. I really hope that sounds like something on 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 the podcast because yeah. we've never done that before. Um, apologize if that sounds like shit. I don't know. I'll take a look at it. Forty. I'll look at the forty-minute mark and see if it needs to be just cut out of the podcast. I probably forget that tomorrow morning. We'll see. We'll see if I remember. I should leave a note right now, but that's going to take a lot of typing that I don't feel like doing at this right moment because I'm drinking this beer instead, Mike. Going to have a sip. That was a good sip. Real good fucking tasty, done there. tasty fucking sip, Mike. I'm drinking this delicious little nap. We already went through this can. It's got a little cat on it. It's got a little guy on it. You're streaming this. Why are you showing all this shit to me? Because, Mike, little nap, little cat. Because most of our listeners are audio listeners. But you showed me all this stuff already. I know, but we're just talking about the little nap and the little cat, Mike. Just a little nap, little cat. Anyways, moving on. The mall. It's a big deal for us. It's a big deal back in the day. <laughs> Anyways. Super Mario Maker 2. Right. Got a direct this past week. Mm-hmm. Were you already amped up for this game? No. Were you already going to buy this game? No. Oh, I'm actually surprised. Did you buy the first one? No. I'm fucking... 
flabbergasted. For some reason, I thought you had the game. Mm-mm. Did the direct change your mind? No. What would change your mind? I don't know. I didn't. I. It's an interesting thing, but I don't see myself building any levels. I also don't see myself putting any time into beating levels that other people make. But do you like Mario games? Yeah, they're fun. I mean, 2D Mario games, yeah, I mean, they're fine, but they're, like, not my thing. You're more of a 3D Mario guy? Yeah, I guess. Okay. So the fact that this game is going to come with over 100 Nintendo-made levels in it does nothing for you? No, yeah, not really. I think there's a lot of levels. There's a lot of levels. Like, I I wouldn't be able to guess how many, like, levels are in, like, a traditional 2D Mario game. But I would have to imagine it's around that number or less than that number. Mm-hmm. So my, my actual guess would be less than 100. I don't think there's 100 levels in most 2D Mario games. Maybe, let's say, let's say we're playing Super Mario Brothers. And what were there? Eight worlds. How many levels were in each world? Um, which Mario game? Sorry. Let's start with the first one. There's, uh, like, there's like eight worlds, right? There's either eight or nine, and now I feel like the biggest fucking fake fan in the world. But in well, the original Mario is a completely different story because there's three levels per world, so that's a horrible example. There's only three. That's three, what three in a castle, maybe. Okay, that's why I wanted to check. That's the only one I could think of off the hand where I was like, okay, there was eight worlds. I know each yeah. world had multiple stages in it. But, but you know, as Mario gets older, that changes dramatically. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at, like, Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. I mean, you... I'm trying to think. Let me see if I can actually do this. Yeah, it's it's got to be less than 100 because the first area, you have a level to the left, level to the right. Above the left is the Switch. And then there's, like, two or three other levels and then a castle. And then you move on to planes, water, ghost house, another level, another level, hidden level, caves have probably one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, there's, because there's not, I think with 2D Scott's Mario level Mario games, there's a lot of, my, my guess as to why there's so many levels added to this is A, they want to try to appeal to people who maybe aren't into the creating side of that. Mm. So it's like, hey, but we also have like 100 plus levels that are made by Nintendo that are just going to be there for you to play. So it's also going to have a bunch of like cool regular Mario content, but not really regular. Um, but I think with like a traditional Mario game, a 2D, 2D Mario game, the levels are crafted very specifically with the normal physics and expectations of a Mario game. Mm-hmm. Whereas... One of the appeals, at least to me, and I'm assuming to a lot of people with Super Mario Maker and now the sequel, is that when you step into a Mario level, it's like there are physics of that world that you understand and know what to expect, right? Mm -hmm. Like you know if you jump on a Goomba, you're going to fly them. You know if you hit... You know, a question mark block, there's either going to be a coin or a set number of types of things that could be there. Mm-hmm. A power-up mushroom, a one-up mushroom, a star. Like, there's a set number of things that could be in there. Meanwhile, when you go into a game like Super Mario Maker, the things that you would traditionally expect to happen for certain actions or certain physics, 
don't necessarily have to be the things that would normally be that. It can be the, uh, like hundreds of other types of scenarios. Um, so that like that simple thing of because I feel like it was always still there for me no matter what. I've played I've been playing Mario since I was a child, and every time I step into a Mario stage, like I expect certain outcomes from certain actions but because mario maker gives the ability to completely mess with that even though my brain knew that the game could offer me something unexpected i was still no matter what expecting the certain things to happen so whenever something unexpected happened it always caught me by surprise mm-hmm. obviously unless i was playing a level that i've already played or playing something that i can't get past and you have to keep restarting it whatever um but the thing about I'm kind of surprised it doesn't appeal to you is that um I feel like you enjoy things like Super Meat Boy mm-hmm. or Celeste where it's a single challenge you die you restart until you beat the challenge and then you move on to the next single challenge right. granted these Mario levels I mean I guess they can be small too but they're a little bit longer but it's the same type of thing where it's like this level is going to keep being this level and you're going to keep restarting it until you pass it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that aspect I thought would appeal to you. Yeah. I mean, yes, it should. And it's just not a game I feel like going out to buy. Okay. Fair enough. Even with all of these crazy new things they've added, they don't. it's not like appealing to you in any way? Because I didn't really play the first one. So the fact that they added it doesn't really yeah. mean anything to me. Other than, like, oh, cool, it's there. Well, that, I mean, for that reason alone, I, like, someone... Well, you did play it here, because I know I, I made... Yeah. I know I used to make levels for you. Um, which, get ready, Mike. I'm going to do it again. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that is even more of a reason. Like, hey, you didn't really get to play around or be in this world enough to experience all the other things that game did. So now it's like you're getting this new sequel that has a fucking an insane amount of things in it just not not your cup of tea yeah yeah I, like i said i'm sure i mentioned it somewhere where i was like i think you were like hey you know they got a mario maker direct coming up i was like all right i don't i think he said it to me like face to face i was like yeah i don't really care about mario maker that much but you watched the direct though. i watched the direct just to see what they did and i feel like there's other directs that come out that are like general directs for indie directs and sometimes you don't watch them um <laughs> that just confused the crap out of me. And that also, I guess I should turn the volume off. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it depends on the Direct and what I'm doing. For instance, the Mario Maker Direct, I think I didn't watch it because I... I didn't watch it live, at least. I ended up watching it later. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes if I'm like... If I can spare the time and it's like happening live, I'll watch it live. I think I skipped the menu direct because something I was probably working or something. I just didn't feel like revisiting it. Yeah. I think with the Ninja Direct I could at least I could see like a recap. It's like, hey, these are the games that are coming out and I could watch a trailer if I felt interested. Mm-hmm. Um I won't go over everything that got shown off in the direct just because it it was only fifteen minutes long, but they jam packed it with, with things. But they've added so many new things to, you know, 
to what you can do. I know slopes is a big one for a lot of people because slopes weren't in the first one, which is basically just the ability to make a downslope or an upslope, which is like a pretty core thing to pretty much every Mario game except for the first Super Mario Brothers. I'm trying to think if there's any slopes in Super Mario Brothers, the first one. I don't believe there's any slopes in there, actually. And Super Mario Brothers 2 is not a traditional Mario game, really, in any way. So there's no slopes in there. It's actually not a Mario game. It's a reskin of Doki Doki Panic. Um, well, oddly enough, which we I, I feel like I've probably said this before, but you, you're familiar with the story of Super Mario Brothers 2? Mm-hmm. How it's it was... There is a Super Mario Bros. 2 that released in Japan. We never got that until much later. We actually got it for the first time on the Super Nintendo in Super Mario All-Stars, but we got it as the Lost Levels. The Super Mario Bros. 2 that we got, which in Japan is called Super Mario USA, is a reskin of a game called Doki Doki Panic. Mm-hmm. But the thing that is always funny to me is that there's so many things from Super Mario Bros. 2 that the USA version, that, like, have become, like, staples of Mario. Like, Shy Guys, like, stuff like that. Like, they kind of came from that game, which is always just a thing that's, like, funny to me. And the, one of the, there were two, actually, no, there were, I think there might have been three cartoons for Super Mario Brothers. Because there was the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which is my jam. There was another one that was based on Super Mario Bros. 3, and then I believe there was another series that was based on Super Mario World, the Super Nintendo game. So it must have been Super Show that had a lot of elements of Marvelers 2. So I guess that makes sense. It was would have been two for Super Show, then three, then World. I, mean, I guess that makes sense. Checks out. I think they were all made by Deke. Deke. Ding, ding, ding. Is that company still around? Probably not. They, were, they, had a, they had a lot of shows that I feel like I watched, though. Yeah, they were putting... What else? Did they do the Sonic show, too? I don't think they did the Sonic show. I know they did Inspector Gadget. Okay, they, yeah, Gadget. yeah, I think they did and Gadget. And I want... What else? There's something else I used to watch that I remember like just seeing that logo all the time. A bunch of cartoons I used to watch. Yeah, I feel like there was a, a decent amount. Were they just a production company? I think so. Okay. Um... But yeah, the, so the slopes is a big thing for a lot of people. They added snake blocks, which are like the blocks that move on a track, whatever you can, whatever, uh, design them however you want. But they added the Angry Sun, which is fucking amazing. But even more interesting to me is they added the moon, which at first seems like a thing you can add to a stage, but then at some point in your progression in the game, you can just choose to put the levels in night mode, but depending on what type of level you're making, the moon like brings in different like things that aren't normally possible. Like I think if you have the moon activated and you go like underground, like through a pipe underground, yeah. it makes the level flip upside down actually. So it does a lot of cool things like that. I think if you're in a, a level that's in the sky, it makes the gravity low. So it like does some cool things that just are again like break the the typical physics of Mario. Uh, so just a lot of cool options. I can definitely see a lot of people doing really really cool things. That's the thing. I feel like Super Mario Maker does a really good job of t- 
taking a game that's about making levels for the most part and simplifying the process so it's there's a lot of features and a lot of things you can do but i feel like the way that the game presents itself and the way that the actual like action of building stuff is it's very approachable it doesn't feel like hard to do granted if you want to make something really interesting and cool you're gonna have to spend some time crafting it but i think just the just from playing other games that focus on creating like little big planet um I'm sure there's others that are escaping my brain right now, but like a little big planet was a game that I had on the PS3 and I was excited about, but it never really felt fluid as far as creating. Platforming was fine, but I think there's something to be said about how Nintendo has created this basis to to use these tools. I think it's very approachable and it's it just works really well. At least the one on on the Wii U did. So hopefully they didn't mess something up with the sequel. I doubt they did. And I believe with a specific type of stylus, if you want to use a stylus, you can. But it has to be a specific type. Yeah, most likely. Um, I don't know what that would be. You'd um, probably know better yeah, than I would. Probably a, a capacitive um, stylus. Like one that would work on your phone, basically. It has to feel like a finger, basically. Like it's a rubber tip. Yeah. I don't know what... what 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 in that property lets you know? Because basically the way the screens work is that it like senses your electric whatever. It feels like it's a slight electric dilly-dally. That was like, I'm not even joking, that was the thing that I've always been curious about as to what, like, mm-hmm. what tells my phone that it's my hand and not something else. And I've just never looked it up. Because in my brain, I'm just like, oh, it's because it knows, uh, I don't know, it can feel my, like, it can feel my fucking jellies. I don't know. Yeah, it's like there's a, So it's like a magnetic current, electric current type electric thing? electric current type thing. Like, it does, our body produces a, some sort of field, I suppose, okay. that senses. So that's why you could potentially use, like, a battery or something, and it would kind of work. A battery, really? Interesting. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it because it's probably gonna mess things up. Yeah, I don't want to test. Like I don't want to test anything on my phone. Do magnets fuck up phones? You know, I'm not 100 percent sure. I feel like that's a that's a thing that I've always been told would break your phone if you put a magnet near it. So I am like always very, like I'm just weird around magnets. Uh, I'm not. I mean, it, they can't be super bad because some people mount. Like, granted, there are like other things in place, but like you can mount your phone on with a magnet. With a magnet. But there's typically, like, something else involved in it. But, like, yeah. it's getting pretty close, so. I wonder if it would, it, would it be maybe because, like, the magnet could move something internally and mess it up? I'm not sure. Because there shouldn't be a lot of moving parts inside your phone. And a lot of, like, the small metal parts that might be affected by a magnet are probably soldered in in place. Like, they're not going to move Interesting. Because the other thing, too, is, again, I never tested it because I was always scared. But... Will a magnet erase an optical disc? An optical disc? No, it shouldn't. Because, like, like a CD? Yeah. No, it shouldn't, because the CD, it's actually sort of like a... Like a vinyl record, and, like, they're, like, little grooves. Yeah, little grooves huh. and divots made in there. I don't know who fed me this knowledge. I don't know. But it was, like, a thing, like... like You could fuck up, like, a hard drive with it, sure. Like a, what, what, why a mechanical hard drive. Oh, because it would move parts? Or? It would move parts. I think there is some level of magnetism involved 
in storage in the storage of a mechanical drive. Plus, there is like the moving parts. Okay. Also, I I remember like I screwed up my TV once before. See, yeah, there's definitely. I don't. Know, I don't fuck with I, Magnus. I, mess, I don't like, fuck with Magnus. Like I managed to fix it somehow. I think I like reversed the pole and was like, "All right, I fixed it." But like the color got sh- like fucked up when you like yeah. on a CRT television. Ooh, actually, I may have done that accidentally before, or I may have put a magnet on a TV and watch it do that. I don't fuck. I don't get down with magnets like that. I'm not a magnet guy. Yeah, this got straight up insane clown posse up in here. I don't know what that means. They have a song called I Don't Fuck With Magnets? I'll play it for you later. Wait, do they really have a song called I Don't Fuck With Magnets? I'll, I'll play the song after. Jesus Christ. I wasn't, I mean, I, I wasn't an ICP fan, but if they have a song called I Don't Fuck With Magnets, I might be a fucking, what are they called? Juggalo? Is that what it is, Juggalo? Juggalo. I mean, I, I'm already a gigolo, so. Disgusting. Oh. Not a gigolo, but a jiggle Oh, is what I meant. That's why I, like, shook my fat. And yet, they both make sense. No, isn't Gigolo like a ladies' man? No, I think a Gigolo is like a male prostitute. Oh! <laughs> Did you not see that movie? No, I. It, Rob Schneider is yeah. a stapler. It was Rob Schneider, right? Yeah. Fucking Rob Schneider. Anyways, before we wrap things up here and move on to our final segment of the night, this episode of the Past Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at. Careful, because my cookies are still in there. Okay, okay. At Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, you can head on down to Higginson Square or their new flagship location at 1 Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. If you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, scrumdiddlyumptious treats. And if you do head down to Goodnight Fatty, let them know that Pass Controller sent you. What were the cookies tonight, Mike? Uh, cinnamon toast crunch, mm. uh, some sort of oatmeal toffee thing. Uh, it was oatmeal, oatmeal butter butterscotch crunch. toffee, and there was a chocolate peanut butter. Yes, chocolate peanut butter. I don't know if it had a funky name, but it was chocolate and peanut butter. Um, basically, every weekend they have a different selection of cookies. They're the same at both locations, but they're a different three cookies every weekend, and they're always fucking delicious. And if you go to the pro tip, if you go to the flagship place, the new store at uh, 1 Washington Square, you can you have the option to get a fatty and soft serve. And let me tell you, a fresh cookie out of the fucking oven on top of your choice of vanilla chocolate or mix, twist, whatever they call it. You call it mix or twist? Um, I, would, I, mean, I, I would call it twist. I typically don't get it, so I, I've never had to call it a name. Interesting. Regardless, you know what I mean when I say a, a, a mix or a twist. You can get one of those three options of delicious soft serve, and they put a nice hot fatty on top. They also have a few different options of cereal to add to it, which just makes it that much better. But, oh, my God, it's so good. It's almost my go-to thing now, unless it's like a banger, banger fucking lineup of cookies that like I want all of them in multiples. My thing for the past few weeks has just been, I'm just going to head down. I'm just going to get one fatty and a fucking soft serve and just have a nice little fucking treat. A little tasty fucking, tasty fucking treat, Mike. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we pivot here into our last time of the night, because we're recording on a Saturday, Mike, we typically, for the longest time, have been recording on a Friday, but yesterday was a 
a very long, rough day for me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were in New York, apparently. Mm-hmm. Did you get back today? No, I came back. Uh, I probably got home at like midnight or one o'clock. Train? No, I took a bus, but went from the bus, I went to someone else's house, I had to get my car. It was a whole thing. Okay. Because I thought I saw you tweet yesterday something about the train again. No, or maybe it was, it was the bus. bus. Was okay, bus. all right. I just, in my brain, I put it with the previous week mm-hmm. tweeting about a train or a bus. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Mike must have worked in the city again today. Mm-hmm. And then earlier today, Jen was like, wait, are you recording with Mike? Mike's in New York. I'm like, Mike's not in fucking New York. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, Snapchat said he was in New York. I'm like, Jen, I want, I'm not going to have Snapchat. What are you talking about? He goes, I don't know. He posted something in New York. I'm like, well, did did you see like when he posted like, do you know when he posted it? I don't look at timestamps. I'm like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure Mike's not in New York because I feel like if I'm like, hey, Mike, are we recording tonight? And he says, yeah, sure. And he was not able to because he was in a different state. I feel like he would have said that and not just been like, yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. So I was confused. Yeah. Well. But you're here. Yeah. He said, I can't record today because it was busy. I was like, all right, whatever. I was like, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm in New York. I'm not going to be able to do anything anyway. <laughs> Um, so again, to, to kind of wrap this up as to, it's why I'm bringing this up as a thing is mm-hmm. recording on a Saturday. So I'm like, Oh, you know what? I got this little nap beer over here, with a mm-hmm. big old cat on it. It's fighting a dragon right here. It's pretty great. I love this fucking can. This mm-hmm. can artwork is so good. I had this plan on drinking this this weekend. And then I was like, Oh, you know what? I'll take a nice picture for the Instagram, you know? Grab some fucking cat paraphernalia from video game, random video games. Right. And then I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to ask Mike what his favorite nerd cat is, whether it's a video game or anime or whatever. Yeah. And then I posed the question out into the ether. And I learned a few responses, one of them being uh, Jibin Yan from Yokai Watch mm-hmm. was uh, Yolo Kolo's mm-hmm. number one cat. And then... Big friend of the show, super friend of the show, Sapphire Jade came out came out and said, "Palicos, she doesn't fuck with Monster Hunter, but she gets down with Palicos." Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, Mike, I fucking love my Palico. Yeah, Palicos are the shit. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite cat in a video game, though. Oh wow. Do you have one? Favorite cat in a video game? Yeah, and then we, and then we can move to anime if you want to move to anime. Uh, let's see, who's a cat in a video game? Uh, let's see. You can go with like twenty different Pokemon, mm-hmm. or you could go with Bubsy. That's true. Um, for me, it would probably go to Morgana mm-hmm. because you already know. I just love Morgana. Oh, it's a great character, and the fact that uh, one of the creators of the game. Uh, or someone at Atlas, it was definitely one of the creators, I don't know what their role was mm-hmm. in, in making Persona 5, recorded their cat making sounds for when, like, Morgana's like, Mrah! like, stuff like that. Like, that's his actual cat. I'm like, all right, I'm down with this fucking cat right now. All right, all right. So Morgana's high on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. Hmm. Meowf? No. No? No. Meowth from the anime? Still no. Okay. Litten? Shit's fucking lit, bro. Yeah, it evolves into the fucking... The worst. It's the worst. Litten, as you're thinking, I'll, I'll vamp on this for a little bit so you can yeah. think a little bit, but when Sun and Moon 
got revealed, or rather, when their starters got revealed, and it was Poplio, the fucking seal, Rowlet, the owl, and Litten, the cat, I was like, okay, I really want to get down with this owl that has a bow tie, because he's cool. But there's a fucking fire cat. Take the fire part of the equation. There's a cat as a starter. I'm 100% picking this. For if you're a new listener or, or maybe not aware and you are a regular listener, I have a cat, my little lovely Navi. She named after uh, Link's companion, Fairy, from Ocarina of Time. That's my girl right there. That's my best friend right there. That's my, that's my baby girl right there. So, of course, in Pokemon Sun, I wanted my companion to be a fucking cat. I hated the evolution of that cat. I don't even remember what the middle form was. Yeah, I don't either. But I feel like usually for the starters, the middle form is always the odd one out. I mean, does anyone like... Like, have you ever had a starter in a Pokemon game where you get to the second evolution and you're like... Or the first evolution, I guess? Or the the second form. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I want to keep this one. Like, I don't want to move on to fucking big guns over here. Mm, No, I don't think so. Something about the second form is always like, it's like, I can tell this Pokemon is like going through fucking puberty right now. Like, mm-hmm. I just, g- give me, give me either fucking baby bones or fucking big daddy over here. Like, I don't, I don't need fucking middle guy. Poor middle guy. Poor middle guy. I mean, most of the time they're just, their designs are the weakest of the three. Charmeleon is kind of an outlier. Charmeleon I can be okay with. But most of the time, no. But even Charmeleon, I'd still take Charmander or Charizard over Charmeleon. Wartortle wasn't bad, I don't think. I mean, he was was silly. Well, he was, if I'm remembering correctly, he was like a, just like a different color blue. A little bit bigger. But then he had like the wings on his ears. Like, what do you you have wings for? You you can't learn flying moves. Why do you you have cloud wing ears? What are you doing? They look like clouds, they look like ears, they look like wings. I don't know what they are. Do you got a favorite cat cat video, Wago? Uh, video game cat? A video game meow meow? I don't think so. No one you want to even throw an arm, like a mention to? As like a, maybe it's not your favorite, but like, hey, I gets down with this? Are there really that many cats in games? There is. There is. I mean, there's more than one in Animal Crossing. I know you're not an Animal Crossing guy, but there's there. There's literally, again, like probably like close to 30 Pokemon get cats yeah but don't we we named like the two i can think of Litten in his evolutions mm-hmm. meowth persian mm-hmm. uh um skitty <laughs> it's a whaler <laughs> oh god yep, uh skitty uh there's definitely more I, I i believe it but would you classify eevee as a cat probably no. not like a fox maybe not even a fox, but some sort of like, some sort of rodent thing, maybe. Do I have this or list open? Vol- I might actually Vol- have a list. Here we go. Uh, Lit Leo, Pyroar, Absol. Oh, I, I guess the three legendary dogs are actually cats. Oh, of course. Um, well, they're based on lions, so they're not. They're lions were big cats. That's true. So I guess. Although I'm now very confused about the marketing about those guys. I think I think people just like dogs more. Maybe that was just the American marketing. Did they call them dogs? 
I could have sworn they were called legendary dogs. I think they were too. That might have just been like slang growing up. Like, they look like, like dogs. Look, like looking back on it, and I'm like picturing uh, not Entai, not Suicune, but what was the what was the lightning one called? Uh, Reiku. Reiku. Like I'm like Reiku picturing... was the outlier. Like who the fuck had a Reiku? Did you have a Reiku? No, my point is like I'm picturing him now. Like he was definitely like some sort of cat. Like he was a big saber toothed tiger. Yeah, he was. He definitely was. It according to this thing right here that I have pulled up, it says yes, these are based on guardian lions. So they must be based off of some mythological things, which okay. I feel like is a thing Pokemon does yeah. a lot. Uh, Meowth, Persian, Skitty, Delcaddy, per- Purloin, Lipard, Shinx, Luxio, Glammeow. <laughs> Perugly just sounds like a. Like, if I was like, there's a fake one in there. Perugly is the one. Uh, Luxray, Esper, Meowstic. And then, according to this list, Mew and Mewtwo. That makes sense. Are based off of cats. Yes. And I think at some point I like I knew that. Or at least, if you showed me a picture of Mew, I'd be like, yeah, it looks like a fucking cat. That's why I had that other thing pulled up. Because I guess Mew's based off of a cat and that thing. Oh. Which, if I pulled that thing back up, whatever, the, remember what it was called? It, it, in my mind, I want to call it Jabroni, but I know that's wrong. Oh, yeah. It was like a Jerboa. Yeah. Uh, so a Jerboa. And if you pull that picture up again, it kind of looks like Mew. Yeah. Um, I get it. If Mew is actually a, a considered a cat in this scenario, then I'd probably throw Mew in there. I, I guess that with Mew. He's all right. I mean, I guess that with Mewtwo and Smash Brothers. So, I mean, Mewtwo would get a, get a pick from me, too. Get a solid. Um, but... No, out of even out of all of those, nothing, nothing yeah, doing it for sure. you. Sure, we'll give it to Mew. Why not? Okay, okay. So we'll break into everyone's favorite segment real quick. Mike's in a minute because I feel like you have an anime cat. Oh no, my answer was going to be Salem from uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, I mean, I throw that in our nerd category. Yeah. What about the cat from Sailor Moon? I don't care about fucking Luna. What about uh? Or Artemis. What about uh, Gigi from fucking Kiki's Delivery Service? Yeah. No? Yeah. What about, I mean, honorable mention for me for sure, the cat from My Roommate as a Cat is literally Navi. So, I mean, I'm sure the cat has a name. I can't remember what it is right now. But I'll, Some fan you are. I'll throw that on the list for sure. Um, just because it's a fucking great little show there. Um... But yeah, if I have to pick one, it's going to go to Bubsy. Probably the most memorable uh, cat. Yeah, that's true. No, it's it's going to Morgana. Morgana's my girl. Or boy. Oh boy. Or cat. You don't know. You don't know, Mike. Finish the game and you'll find out. Or maybe you won't. I don't know. You tell me. In one of the dot hack shows... There's definitely way more cats that we're not even like talking yeah. about. In one of them, I think... I think the protagonist was friends with a cat. Well, not like a cat, but like a a humanoid figure with a cat-like face. You got Arthur from Code Geese. I don't remember Arthur at all. You get Poyo from Poyo Poyo Kensatsu Niki. Is this just fucking... I don't know what that is. Boyo from Inuyasha? In, in Inuyasha! In, yeah. Inuyasha! That's how you say it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you guess that what Boyo? I don't remember him. I believe it exists. Uh, oh, I'm going to give it to the cat from Trigun, actually. Kurunoko-sama? Is it a fucking picture? Can I get a fucking pic of my boy here? Or girl? I don't know. Not to be confused with the gothic Lolita Arena? What? There's a black cat famous for photobombing. I've definitely seen that cat. 
go for it. I just like in the opening of the. I'll show you the opening of Trigun later, just because you like see him scurrying about. What about Takun from Fooly Cooly? Looks very similar to uh, Koroneko. I love cats. Um, blah, 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 blah. I don't know any of these fucking animes. Happy and Carla from Fairy Tale? You don't watch that show, right? I don't right? watch Fairy Tale. Chi from Chi Sweet Home? Don't watch that either. Special shout out to uh, Rest in Peace, Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Cat, RIP, seven years old, urinary tract infection. Sucks. It's a shame. Hmm. Take him from us too soon. You never, you never more see an animal go through something like that. Mm-hmm. It's not something, not something I want to do. Not something I want to be a part of. But Mike, that just about does it for episode 142 of the Pass Control Podcast. Right. As always, you can find us on the internet at PassTheController.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. If you're a fan of the show and you want to help support us, the easiest way to do that, the freest way to do that, is to follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and share the podcast on social media, as well as leave a review on iTunes. Even if you don't listen on iTunes, leaving us a review on iTunes is huge, it's helpful, it really helps us continue to grow the show. If you do have a few bucks to spare, and you want to kick some of those of our way, some of those bucks our way, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash passthecontroller, or buy something from our shop at passthecontroller.threadless.com. Mike? What's up? If these lovely folks on the internet want to want to find you want to hunt you down where can they do that uh they'll have to traverse the uh dark woods traverse the dark woods and uh you know get past the troll who's by the bridge it's just todd and um (laughs) does he have a riddle or does he just insult you oh he's just very he he drags you into play ranked oh no you have to win three matches in a row to get past them yep oh dear yikes do you get to bring like do you get to fill up the rest of the team or is it just you two you two going into comp? You, you guys just you know, you guys just group up and then you just go into you just go into regular queue. And you gotta go to game chat? Well, ideally well what'll end up happening obviously is that you guys will play and then Todd <laughs> will go into game chat. <laughs> and ignore you. You have to stay in party chat. Yep. Todd goes into game chat to He's yell like, at everybody. He goes, hold on, hold on. Alright. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to interact with me, I am at Big Room across the internet and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the past controller podcast episode 142